Mama, are you struggling with how to feed your kids right? Do you wish that there was a way to help your child try new foods? Do you look at a pantry cluttered with pirate booty and a fridge full of the same foods every week and wonder how you're gonna get your family's meals off the hot mess express? I know what it feels like to scroll through all the feeding accounts on Instagram and to see a bunch of bougie foods that my family would never eat. And I too have pinned all the healthy recipes with good intentions, but zero execution. I understand as a busy mom of three that it can feel really unattainable, especially on the days when I'm exhausted, I have a short fuse, and I really just want an easy win to end the day with. Well, that's where these Meals Made Easy episode ideas come from. With everyday ingredients that you already have on hand, I give you one meal or snack idea a week that's dietitian mom approved and is gonna fit in your family's busy life. So get ready to press add to cart and to make meals and snacks easy again. So last week was our first week of after school activities. And when my husband and I were looking at the calendar and he's coaching my son's soccer team and we were looking at like what night would we prefer to have practice? The only night we really didn't want to have it was Tuesday because we knew I already taught small group for the girls on Tuesday and that that ended up being the night that my daughter also had soccer. So it seemed like it would be a simpler option for my son to also have soccer that night. So anyways, on Tuesday of last week, we had our first kind of like very full afternoon where normally we would not try and stack everything back to back, but sometimes that's just the way it all falls, particularly if we're not getting to play in when certain things happen. And so it was one where I knew when my kids all got home from school, they were going to be hungry because two of the three of them do have an earlier lunch time. And so while they get an afternoon snack at school, I know that, you know, it tends to be smaller and it just kind of holds them over. And so when we're looking at the gap of how long between eating opportunities is age appropriate for kids, we're looking at going about two to three hours between each eating opportunity. And that's assuming that if you look at over the course of a child's day, let's say they sleep nine to 10 hours for easy math, we're going to say that they're awake for 15 hours. So if they ate a meal every five hours, their snacks would happen every two to three hours. So you can see how it breaks it up. So over the course of 15 hours, they would have several eating opportunities to make sure that they have chances to refuel, recharge, things like that. But with this particular day and them getting home, I realized it's already, you know, been a couple hours since they've had a snack and it's going to be several more hours until we can have dinner. And the reason I highlight this is because I know a lot of families are in this position right now because whether you need to send your child to daycare with a really extra filling snack because by the time you pick them up, it's been a long time or you're looking at weeknight dinners just being a little bit of a hustle and bustle where you know, they're not happening until maybe later, until after sports activities or extracurricular activities and things like that. And while planning that meal as a parent is a whole nother episode, what I wanted to focus on this episode is how do we help fill our kids up when, one, we're crutched for time. I know specifically for our family, you know, I'm trying to get the kids ready for soccer practice and also myself ready for small group training and, you know, water bottles filled and the goal nets, you know, ready for my husband to take and just all the different things that it wasn't like we had this long drawn out window between after school and when we needed to ultimately leave. And yet I needed something that was going to fill them. So if you have more time, sometimes it does make sense to go ahead and shift and serve dinner early on those nights. If you have the ability to, you know, prep it and cook it in advance and your kids have time to eat it, we've definitely done that too. But I knew on Tuesdays that was not going to be a realistic routine for us. And so I was going to need to think of more filling snacks. 
And so I wanted to share that with you here today and give you the idea that we did because these Monday episodes started out being Mealtime Made Easy episodes and they've kind of drifted from that. And I'd like to get back to it because I know that we all need easy ideas. And this was one that worked for our family. And I want to continue sharing with you different ideas that have worked for our family just for the possibility that they might work for your family as well. However, I want to start out by saying if this is something that you're struggling with and trying to figure out what foods does your child even like, what foods are they even willing to eat, what do you send in a lunchbox so it doesn't come home half full, what helps fill your kid up for the duration that they have between eating opportunities, whether that be the meals and the snacks and you know, the hours in between during the school day, please make sure that you are signed up for my back to school boot camp. We kick off today and it the first workshop goes live at one o'clock central today. So depending on when you're hearing this episode, you may or may not still have time to catch us today. But either way, even if you can't attend live today or any of the days this week, it's going to be Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday at 1 p.m. central each day. You can get the recording and you can listen to it at any chance you get, you know, that works for you in your schedule. But you'll have access to the replays if you're registered. So make sure to go to veggiesandvirtue.com slash bootcamp. This will be the last time I'm promoting this on the episodes. But I want to make sure that if this is something what we're talking about is something that you feel like you're struggling with or that you need like help thinking through, I'm going to be breaking it down into the three days workshop. We're going to take an hour each day. It'll be 45 minutes training, 15 minutes for Q&A. But the whole point of the back to school boot camp is to get you and your family ready for back to school. In terms of how you're feeding your kids, if you're still struggling with what to send and you quickly find yourself in a rut with packed lunches, or you feel like you're defaulting to the same snacks every day, or you feel like the afternoon snacks are a total struggle and coming up with the weeknight dinners is, you know, the biggest challenge for you. Any of those things we are going to touch on and help give you not only the organizational systems to help things just run more smoothly for you but also some of the feeding strategies that are ultimately going to solve these dilemmas in a way that's sustainable for the whole school year. So I would love for you to join us. There's already hundreds of families joining and I'm really excited to get to, you know, meet with you virtually, at least not actually face-to-face, but virtually starting today. So make sure that you are on those emails, you get those links so that you can come join us or that you can watch the replay. But part of what I'm sharing here with this particular Tuesday that I'm sharing from last week and the one that I'm sure we're going to have tomorrow and the ones that I'm sure we're going to have all fall season long is this dynamic of needing them to have a really hearty snack and something that they're excited about enough that they're going to eat. You know, I can offer certain snacks that I think are really nutritious and awesome, but if my kids are not really in the mood for them and don't eat them and I need it to hold them over for the next three hours, nutrition that goes uneaten is not my goal at this time. There are learning to like it food opportunities, of course. But in this situation, what I needed was a really nourishing snack that wasn't just carbs. And so I'm going to walk you through really simply what I did. It was a popular reel last week when I shared it on Instagram. And so I just want to make sure that you can kind of save this idea, hear it in a quick hot second, and also try and protect the time of keeping these episodes shorter than they kind of have drifted into becoming. And so with that, it is the idea of thinking of how can you stack nutrients to make it more filling. I spend an entire day talking about this, so 45 minutes talking about this tomorrow on the Back to School Boot Camp. So know that this is the short, simple version, but I'm going to walk you through kind of my thinking and my rationale so you can see how it applies to a real-life afternoon snack example. So 
if you saw the reel, you saw that I was taking a banana and a banana could be a fine snack in and of itself. If you need something that just kind of holds your child over, say you're getting home from maybe, you know, daycare pickup and late, you know, coming home late from work and you need to get dinner ready and your kid's like starving and you want something to fill them up really quick, but not for so long that it's going to interrupt their appetite at dinner. Something like a banana might be a perfect fit because I know for me, I often need a banana in the morning until I have a chance to eat breakfast if I wake up really hungry. Same sort of thing. A banana might be a great option for your kid to just eat on the way home if they need just a little something to get them by until dinner or whatever that next eating opportunity is. However, in this instance of our Tuesday dynamics in my family, I needed something that was going to fill them for several hours. And so what I did was I sliced up the banana and then I smeared peanut butter all over it. With three kids and myself, what I find to be easiest is slice up tons of banana, spread them out over either a cookie sheet or on the cutting board that you're cutting it on, and then use a spatula and room temperature peanut butter. It's a lot harder to smear peanut butter that's in the refrigerator. So depending on where you keep yours and what type of peanut butter you have, smear room temperature peanut butter all over these bananas. It smears on really easily when you're doing it with a spatula. It doesn't seem to like catch on each slice as bad and smear it all over. The reason for this is because we are adding protein and fat to the banana. So we're stacking the nutrition on it. So it's making it more nutritionally dense. It's still a bite of banana, bite for bite. It's not really expecting more volume out of our kids. I'm not expecting them to eat more, but I'm doing more with each bite. So stick with me because I spread the peanut butter out. And then y'all know I love hemp hearts or chia seeds, the like like that for sprinkles. I did put a little other like dye-free sprinkles on too, just for fun and to kind of like get them extra excited about it because I needed them to gobble it up so we could go. But I went ahead and put the hemp hearts on it. Again, stacking. It takes them no extra work to eat those additional calories and to get that added nutrition in, but it's going to help fill them for longer. So that fill factor of the snack, starting out as the banana base, then layered with the peanut butter, then layered with the hemp heart sprinkles, is just continuing to add to that nutrient density. So there's more density, more nutritional density in that given bite that they're eating versus, you know, expecting them to eat like a whole meal or something of larger volume. So with that, I did, we did add a little chocolate chips because my kids love that. Doesn't bother me for them to have a few, you know, few chocolate chips sprinkled on there. We did that nutritionally speaking. One, it got them more excited about the peanut butter bananas. But two, it also does add some added fat. So again, when we're looking at this fill factor of adding protein, fat, and fiber for a more filling snack, layering all these components onto these bananas so it's kind of like a banana nacho is a great way to optimize each bite for your kit. And so then, I mean, while they're unpacking their backpacks and their lunch bags, I just chopped this up, did this super quick. It takes less than five minutes. I threw it in the freezer while I went to go get the kids in their soccer clothes. You know, I mean, they're independent to an extent, but putting on shin guards and soccer socks and cleats is like no joke, particularly with a four-year-old. You know, I went, helped them with that, got all the kids dressed as we're filling water bottles and everything. Then I could take them back out because they don't need a long time to freeze. And you can eat them just at room temperature too. I do find they're a little bit messier with the peanut butter that way, but my kids really like them frozen. So we had that little bit of time to have them frozen. The kids gobbled them down. And I knew that in the small window we had and in the quick snack that I needed to give them, I could pack more calories, but also just more nutrition in the vehicle of the snack than I could with, say, something like a Z-Bar or Pyro Booty or a banana by itself. So what I want you to think about here and something I'm hoping that every parent is really going to walk away from the back to school boot camp with is 
an understanding, but even more an application for how to fill the window that needs to be filled nutritionally and in terms of like kind of what I would say is the fill factor of how long does a child need to be filled up between breakfast and morning snack, morning snack and afternoon snack, and thereafter. Because once you understand and can master this concept, the overwhelm and uncertainty of what to offer for snack is a moot point. Because you now know I need this to be just a banana that ties them over for a short little window. Or I need this to be like peanut butter banana nachos because we're not going to get home for three more hours. And I need my kid active and exerting energy on the soccer field and then holding it together once I get home to fix dinner late and things like that. So I'm going to continue to try and share more of these Mealtime Made Easy ideas with you on the Monday episodes, trying to keep them as short and action-oriented as possible. But I wanted to share that example with you, of course, share the opportunity with you to join in the free boot camp that kicks off today and hopefully equip you with one new idea that you could try out this week. If you're struggling with like, well, yeah, that sounds great, but my kids won't eat it, Again, come join me at boot camp because that's what we're talking about today. We are talking about figuring out what options do you have for your specific kid and your child's unique preferences so that you can use those to begin to stack off of those for more filling snacks that aren't just carbs. If these Meals Made Easy ideas are helping you in any way or this show is encouraging you in the messes and the mealtimes of motherhood, I would love to hear about it. All you need to do is scroll down on Apple Podcasts and tap Write a Review. I check each and every one of these and they truly bless me to read and to know how this show is helping shape your family's relationship with food so that I can continue to create content that serves you best. Thank you in advance for taking the time to leave me a review and I look forward to seeing you back here next time.